0: we we'll in the mind about Zei and we're up to page Chavtas in the beginning of the page. So we've been learning about the fact that certain malochim have a rash Godel; They have a great noise in terms of their serving Hashem when they recognize that Hashem is completely beyond their comprehension, and yet they yearn to connect to Him. And we, who have a nefesh that comes from those... Neshamas, from those malachim, excuse me, can achieve a similar level of rash of yearning to cleave to Hashem. So the altar says, through this rash, through this noise and this yearning, we bring about upon came Leva Adam La Like water is to a face, so is the heart of man to man. The man to the man is referring to Hashem who's on the chair, Adam Sha'al the Musa the level of Hashem in Atzilus that mirrors the the most adam of the malachim who are carrying the chair even though there are four groups of malachim and the pasuk says that only one of them has the face of man nevertheless the pasuk also says that domos pnehem pne adam that the face of all of them have the face of man which means Altem explains that the pnimius of all of them is man the purpose of all of the malachim is for the purpose of their giving the shefa of Hashem down into this world. So their pnimius is man. And the way the malachim serve Hashem with this rash, and similarly the way we serve Hashem with our nepheshah Bahamas, which comes from this malachim, which the pnimius of the nepheshah Bahamas is also Adam, because the pnimius of the nefesh of Bahamas is really the nepheshah, it's the intellectual soul. So when we serve Hashem with this rash, we bring about a similar response from Hashem, that a hes'oyrus comes down to us from Hashem in a way that was similar to our awakening to serve Hashem. It's explained elsewhere on the Pasuk in Yechaskol, in describing these malachim, that melmaila, the Pasuk, Hassan Gira Aleph for the first pack of Yechaskal says their face and their wings are separated above. And the Altarb explains elsewhere that Ufnehem is a Zakhem Gadol, which means it's not part of the next phrase. Ufnehem means and their faces. The Chanfehem Prudus, only their wings are separate, meaning to say that the Malachim are really in a state of achdos, because as we said, they, their Pnimius is man. So what is this what is this response that Hashem gives us after we have the Raj Godel? It's similar to what it says about Karbanas. The Karbanas were to sacrifice the fats and the blood of the animals on the mezbeach and this represented an elevation of the Nefesh of Bahamas, which comes from those uh, Malachim that are related to these animals. And when they would bring the physical fire on the Mizbeach and burn these carbonas, a fire from heaven would come down, came down in the, day of Shle- in the days of shlemah HaMelech, in the image of a lion, and it would include that fire from below and the fire from above. And similarly, when we dive in and we lift up our nafshah bahamas to Hashem, so we have the halo, we have the uplifting of that nafshah bahamas, and then the Hamshach Hashem comes down, so to speak, and gives us a gilui, an inspiration that comes corresponding to our avoider down here. This is called the Achilas the consumption of the Mezbeach. The Zohar says that Mikhail Koyen stands on the Mezbeach in Shemayim and sacrifices the Neshamas that are there. So... What does this mean? That means that we are elevated to become one within Hashem and it's with the help of Michal who brings us in to be included in Atsilos. Just like the Nefesh of is included in Hashem through the physical karbon and through the avoid of davening, so too the Nefesh of as well as it says in the Zoyar about Malach Michoel. The Zayel is also quoted in the last toysus of Masech, the Menachas. Now, this is all called achilah. Like it says in the Gemara, <speaking> in <Hebrew> that the Pasuk, when it says, ochel ochel, is speaking about two sorts of achilah. The achilah of a person and the achilah of the mizbeach. Just like when a person eats, the food becomes part of them. So too, the mizbeach is elevating to Hashem from this physical world which, so to speak, is elevated to Hashem and becomes part of Hashem into Atzilus. This is all the concept of the carbon, and that's panemius. That's an internal level of elevating ourselves to Hashem and receiving a responsive revelation from Hashem. But there's another level, which is makif, and this is related to the k'toiras. The k'toiras was a smell. A smell does not get digested The neshama enjoys the smell, but not the body, because it doesn't actually enter the body and become part of it. It affects it in a general way, which is what we call makif. We also see that the smell is higher than the food that we eat, because physically the nose is higher than the mouth. Also, the inner mezbeach represents, uh, is where they brought the kitaris. The outer mezbeach is where they brought the karbonis. So the inner mezbeach represents serving Hashem in the pnimeous alev, in the inner part of the heart. And the Adam Mizbech is serving Hashem the Chetzoni So we see that that is a higher level. The Kitaris was never brought generally in the Adam Mizbech, only on the inner Mizbech. This was a special exception that Hashem made for the Nasim. It was the Hayra's Shah was an exception that they brought Karbonas and the Adam Mizbech. And the reason, uh, sorry, excuse me, they brought Keteris and Adam's Adam izbeach. What was the purpose of this? <coughs> because this was the Chanukah Sam The word Chanukah is from the Lashon of Chinuch. Like it says, Chanukh l'nar al-pidaka, educate a child according to his way. So when you educate a child, you bring them in, you make them a sitter party, a Chumash party, I see them, you make them excited, you give them extra presents so that they should be excited in the beginning of their learning. Once they're into it already, um, they don't need it because they're already doing it on a regular basis. But when they start something new, you need to give them something extra to get them excited, like a present, for example. This is because of the concept of the kolasholes, kosher is all beginnings are difficult. Therefore, we need an extra chinuch, something extra in the beginning to get it off the ground. Similar to this in the uh, chapter 29 of Tehillim, when it talks about the Zion koilus, Koilashem Hashem bakoyach, koel Hashem behadra, koel Hashem shiv and so on. So those seven correspond to the seven midos. koel Hashem alamayim is chesen, koel Hashem bakoyach is gevura, and uh, all of the seven are represented there in that pasuk. And the koil Hashem is referring to the hamshocha, the coming down, because the koil is expressing yourself. So it's the coming down of the energy into the seven midos. And this is a hamshocha. This comes down from the hidden world to the revealed world. So that Hashem is revealed within those midos. Similar to what we see in the menorah of Zechariah, where there are seven Types that pour oil into the seven branches of the menorah. And it's called mm-hmm. Koil Hashem Alamayim, Koil Hashem Bakoyach, because every Ham happens through the concept of Yudke Vavke, which is the tzimtzum, the Hispashas, and so on, in order for Hashem to be revealed. But this all starts off with Havul Hashem Kovoid Va'oiz. First, it has to have Kovoid. Kavoid refers to a general revelation concept of Makif, a revelation that's beyond a specific revelation that can be comprehended, which is what the seven koilas represent. So this is similar to what we have by a chasana. When a chasana and a colleague get married, there is a new unification. The word chasana means havoistaga, he's lowering himself, he represents the higher spiritual energy. And the Kala is from the Lashen Kol Sanavshi. Her soul is yearning because she's pining to receive from that higher spiritual level. And uh, the Altar doesn't explain it here, but we know the chasn represents Zo, the Kala represents Malchus. We're trying to bring together these disparate levels and bring a new unification between them. We have to have a Makif kind of revelation in order to make that Yichud Pnimi Happen in order to make that connection in an internal way, we first need a general knock of a general revelation that's beyond both of them. And that's the concept of the Chuppah, and that's the concept of giving, giving presents to the Chasan and the Kala, and so on. This is why the Naseem brought in the beginning of the Hanukkah some Ezbeah presents. They brought plates and they brought bowls and golden spoons and so on. Normally, when a person brings a minchas dava, a gift, of a flower offering, they could even bring it in a wicker basket. Now the rabbi points out in the footnotes that actually you're not allowed to bring it in a wicker basket, it's not respectful. But nevertheless, that's only Midar HaBona. Midar so you could bring it in a wicker basket. But the Nesim, they brought it in these fancy kelim, which they donated to the base of Migdash, because they were doing it in a way of makif, an extra present to honor Hashem. This is why they brought the Kataris and the Adam Mazbech. This is something that never ever happened before or after. Normally in the Adam Mazbech, there was only the carbonos of the Tamid, which is not representing Makif of the Kataris. But because this was the beginning, so just like when you begin the chinuch of a child give them an extra present, so too in the Adam Mazbech to get the energy, so to speak, of the Mazbech in its full strength. They started with the katoiris. And afterwards, they continued with the regular Kerbalis. This is the concept of the Chinoch of the Mizbeh. Now, however, in order for the Ketairis to be effective on the Adam Mizbech, first there had to be a shemen HaMishcha. Shemen HaMishcha represents a bridge between the Pnimi and the Makif. Remember, the Adam Mizbech represents the Pnimi, the inner is the Makif. The ketirus is the makif. And here we're bringing the ketirus that belong in the inner one on the outer one. So, in order to prepare the Adam is for that level, which is normally beyond it, there had to be the Sheminah Mishcha, which is a combination of the makif and the Pnimi. How so? Because the Sheminah Mishcha, the anointing oil, is made of liquid oil. And that is Pnimi, something that can be consumed in an inner way. But it was mixed in with the spices, Mardar, and besam, and so on. And those are good-smelling items which are not normally consumed. So that is a mix of the makif and the pnimi. And this anointing oil was therefore able to prepare the adamizbeach for the that was brought on it. Now, this is why it says, in the beginning of the Maimer, we discussed that the Pasuk says that this is the Hanukkah z'zbeach, on the day it was anointed, and then another passage says after it was anointed. So now we're starting to understand it, that this whole concept is the chinuch on the mezbeach, and then the regular carbonus after that chinuch. So when it comes to the kittores and the, when it comes to the kittores and the kairos and, and, and the presence that's the concept of on the day of the Mashiach, because the Mashiach represents the unification of the Makif and the Pnimi, and this was the Makif. So it's Mamish connected to that Mashiach. On the other hand, the Karbonos, which were also brought by the Naseem, but they were representing the Pnimi, that's Achereh Himashiach. That comes conceptually after the Mashiach, which was a, pr- a preparation for the ongoing knimi kind of revelation on the Mizbech. <laughs> this will explain what it says in the Rabbah in Parshas Nasai that one pasuk says and how do we understand that when only one Nasi brought on the first day? So why does it say that all twelve were brought B'yemimashachosai? So it says if the Medesh says, it says if it all was brought on the Yem Rishon and Yem Achor. So now we can understand that as far as the katoires, it's considered as if it was all brought by Yim Marishan, because it's connected to the Mashiach. As far as the kabbalos, it's as if it was brought on the Yim Achar, meaning to say after the Mashiach, because conceptually it comes after the Mashiach. Okay, now we're going to have a small beer that explains further this concept of the Chanukah Samizbeach. So it says in the Zoyar that the Shem and is from Moichin Sima, the internal aspect of Hashem's intellect. And the Reach, the smell, is from the level of Vura of Atik Yoimin, that is Melubush, that is enclosed in the Moichin Sima. It's explained in Tanya that it's through the elevation from below of the Karbanos, that we bring onto the Mizbeach, a revelation of Mayim Dokun, of a from Hashem, from the Adam Shalakisei, the, the, the image of, a, of the man on the chair, which is referring to the level of Atzilus. That's the regular carbonus that we do the avoida of the karbonos to bring about that corresponding revelation from Hashem from Atzilus. However, the Kataris reaches a higher level. It's a smell that reaches to the choytim of Attic, the nose of Attic, so to speak. It's a halos of ele- elevation from below to the level of Makif, the level of Hamelach Amrim Levade, the Mesnasimimim Is The Shamanah Mishcha specifically was actually a mix of the Makif and the panimi, like we said. Like it says in the Passover, like the good oil that comes down onto the beer, it comes down to the midos, meaning to say that even though it it starts in the makif, but it comes into the pnimi. We have a similar concept of the makif relating to the pnimi when it comes to the seventh heaven, which is called our ravois. And the part that says the reason it's called arovis is because it's a mixture. The word arovis is the same word as ta'aruvis. It's a mixture of chesed and gvor. So, because it's such a high level of makif, it's able to bring those two different levels together. <clears throat> this is the concept of the makif coming into the pnim. There's the concept of the hashem haddulavah <laughs> gvor. When this revel is, uh, level is revealed, And the levels of Gedula and Gevur, so to speak, are all l'cha, they're all in a state of biddle to Hashem. This also relates to what it says about B'nei Gershoin, that they combined the levels of Chesed and Gevur together. The Zemach Tzedek here quotes a beer of Rav Salevi Halevi, Horowitz, who was the Rav of Frankfurt the Main, and he was a student of the Rav Magid. He wrote a sefer, Panim Yafos. And in that sefer, he explains Memulach Tahar Kodesh, which is referring to the Shavana Mishra. And he quotes the Targum that says, Memulach Tahar Kodesh is Ma'arev Dachi Kudja, a mix of Tahara and Kedusha. And now he explains because Chachma is called Kodesh and Bina is called Tahar. And the two are trained, reined, limb, espash, and Kabbalistically speaking, those two are not to be separated. And the Shemana Mishra represents the combination of those two. So this is the concept of the makif and the panimi being mixed in the Shemana Mishra. Like we said, it's the concept of the Tahar and the Kodesh, the Chochma and the Bina. Okay, so now that is the end of the Maimer at the end of Parshas Naso. Now we're going to begin the first Maimer Parshas Baha Eloischa. <coughs> the Pesuk says Baha Eloischa Saneris. Mulpenem Menager Yirushimah Saneris when you will bring up the candles. Opposite the front of the menorah, the seven candles will shine. Now this menorah is explained in the vision of Zechariah, which we read in the Haftarah, of Baha'u and of Chanukah, for that matter. And Zechariah says, Re'isi v'hini kula, Behold, I saw a menorah made of gold, and And I said to Hashem, what are these, my master? He said to him, Hashem al-Zirubavl. This is the word of Hashem to Zirubavl. The way Alter explains this pasuk is that the Menorah is the Dvar Hashem. When the, when the Malach says to Zechariah, Hashem he's he's answering his question about what are these? What is the Menorah? The answer is the Menorah is the Dvar Hashem. The Dvar Hashem being the source of the Jewish neshamas, like it says, Va'ta you, you blew them in me. So the Dvar Hashem represents the level of Malchus, the level from which the Jewish Neshem has come. And that is actually one and the same as the level of the Menorah. And it's Zedra Hashem El Zrubabel. This is the word of Hashem to Zerubavel, to the Jewish people who are Zerubavel. The Menorah represents the spiritual source of the Jewish people who are called Zerubavel. Why they called Bavel at that time, they were planted in Bavel, they were in Golos, and they were planted in, in Bavel, right? Just like you plant something in order to get back the returns. So Hashem planted us in Golos, specifically Bavel at that time, so that we should grow and flourish there. The reason that the leader of the Jewish people at that time was called Zerubavahel is because that was the character of the Jewish people as a whole at that time. So going back to the Pasuk, Zedra HaShem The Menorah is a Dvar Hashem because the the Menorah holds the lamps and the lamps are the Jewish neshamas. Like the Pasuk says, Ner Hashem neshmas Adam. And each individual neshama is called a Ner and the Jewish people as a whole are called a Menorah. Just like the Jewish people have seven types within them. So to the Menorah had seven branches. What are the seven types? Some serve Hashem with love, like water. That's relating to chesed. Some serve Hashem with fiery love. That's kavura. Some serve Hashem with toira, which is a mix of chesed and war. Some serve Hashem with nitzachah, and their path is to overcome and fight in their service of Hashem to turn away from bad and to do good. Some serve Hashem through hoidoya, through submitting to Hashem's will. And some through, serve Hashem through his nasos. Like it says, all Jewish people are the b'nai malachim. Like yigbel Hashem, a person who feels uplifted in the serving Hashem. That's malchus. Yishal and some with humility, that's also related to malchus. There are points out in the footnotes that the Altar Rebbe here leaves out yesoid, that some and a does discuss yesoid and says that it's a person who serves Hashem through his skashus, through a feeling of connection to Hashem. It seems that it was left out by a mistake of the printers. So, this was all about. The menorah, which represents the Jewish neshamas, seven branches represent the different types of Jewish people and the different ways of serving Hashem. Aaron was the one who lit these lamps because Aaron was one of the seven shepherds. We need to say, just like the shepherd feeds the flocks, spiritually, Aaron fed the Jewish people with chayas and alikos, energy and godliness. And he brought them to love Hashem to increase their flaming fire for Hashem like a physical fire that flames upwards. So too the love from Hashem should come up from the depth of their hearts. Now in order to understand this, we first have to understand the difference between Aaron and Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu also represented serving Hashem with love. It says about Avram that he was he was constantly traveling south Meaning to say that he was going from level to level until he reached the level of negba, which is love of Hashem, to cleave to him with yearning. And we similarly try to achieve this same level when we daven. We say baruch sh'amar, and then we say the besuchat of and then we get to ve'ahavta and kriyashma. What do we mean when we say ve'ahavta? We don't mean a command to love Hashem because we have naturally a love for Hashem in our hearts it's definitely hidden within every Jewish person's heart and therefore doesn't mean to love it means to desire if a person has the right desires then he will have the right midos as well the driving engine behind a person's Midas is what they want it's the person's desires that leads their midos. A person might have pleasure in something, naturally, but if he decides that he doesn't want it for whatever reason, he will not enjoy it. So too, on the contrary, something that naturally causes him pain and suffering, if he wants it, he will enjoy it. A person who is, for example, exercising, even if it's painful, but because it's what they want at that time, they will enjoy it. So we see that the Midas really depend on the rotten on the person's will. That is the inner core of the Midas. And that's why it's a mitzvah for us to transform our desire from other things to serve Hashem. We should have no other desire in the heavens and in the earth other than Hashem. Like it says, How do we come to this level when we first say Shema Yisrael, Hashem we think about, we take to heart, ha Hashem is one, echad, meaning to say that in the physical and spiritual Shemayim and eretz which represent the six directions, the world of separation, all of that is unified to Hashem and is nullified to Hashem, and there's nothing in front of Him. The level that is higher than Shemayim and Eretz, higher than Ishtal Shalos, we don't call that Echad. Even the level of Havaya and Alekena, which is the source of Ishtal Shalos, from which Hashem gives life to the entire chain of worlds every day, the level of Train Rehendulay Mishparshan, the level of Chochma and Bina and so on, We do not include that in the Seder of Ishtarashalos, which is the six directions, physical and spiritual. We don't say Echad about that level, because on that level, there's only Hashem. It's specifically once we come to a world of separation, where we have the six directions, physical and, and the corresponding spiritual levels, where there seems to be separation, nevertheless, we say even there Hashem is Echad within them. Because they too are nullified to Hashem. The six spiritual levels are Lachashem, Abdullah, Vahagura, and so on. And they correspond to the six physical levels, the four directions, and up and down. And all of this is included within Hashem, like it says, Hine Makam Iti, that the world itself, the place of the world itself, is nullified to Hashem. And it has no sustenance, no existence of its own at all. Its only reason for existing is because Hashem gives it existence. That's what we say after because the whole concept of this echad, of this level where we have echad comes from the level of malchus. Malchus is the source of space and time. Like it says, your kingship is the kingship of all of the worlds. Your dominion in every generation. So it's Malchus is the source of the worlds, the, the space of the worlds, and the time of the worlds, the generations. All of this is only a hispastus. because it's from the level of Malchus, it's only something external. And it's like a name compared to Hashem. When a person thinks deeply about this, he'll want nothing other than Hashem himself. He'll say, Mili B'Shamaim, what is to me in heavens, even in the spiritual pleasures and delights? I have no interest. And certainly not in the physical delights. Because all of these are related to time and space. Anything that a person can comprehend in this physical world is related to time and space. And a person wants, and he pines, and he yearns for the level of Hashem that's beyond the world, the source of my heart, to be totally nullified to Hashem and cleaving to Him. So this is all the level of Avraham Avinu. And we have to also explain what is the level of Aaron and why specifically Aaron was the one who lit the night.